worst advice. You know what I was saying. No, I've I don't. done nothing but give you sage advice. No, I don't know, man. You can't get good advice from a damn radio station. <laughs> don't ever think you can. Uh, Dateline, Washington, and I want you to file this one under fake news, Kevin. I've okay. done an absolute reversal. Okay. Negotiators in Congress say they have reached an agreement in principle to... <laughs> And see, there it is. Well, no, I thought there it was it, a done deal. No, that's what I was saying to I, you. I texted you last night as we were leaving the show. I got a, a text from, an uh, email from John Brennan. As at, did at I. Mm-hmm. 8.57. Right. And I'm like. It was three minutes before the show ends. Well, the show was already over. Yeah. yeah but, well, but I'm saying, right. when I saw that, I go, hey, Mo, we, we did it. But we didn't. They reached an agreement in principle. What that to mean? Fun- <laughs> that means that they have something on paper that Trump. Mr. Bigley has to give his signature to. And without Mr. Bigley's signature, then it's just a piece of paper. So as of right now, this second, 706, he has not signed that? He has not signed it, and the shutdown is still a distinct possibility. Um, the, <laughs> the emerging agreement was I'm announced by America. a group of lawmakers, including Republican Senator Richard Shelby and Democrat uh, Nita L- uh, Lowey, after a closed-door meeting on Capitol Hill. Now, the talks had cratered over the weekend because of Democratic demands to limit immigration detentions by federal authorities, but lawmakers apparently broke through that impasse Monday evening. Now, they will need the support of President Donald Trump, whose signature will be needed ahead of the deadline at midnight Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. Congressional negotiators got the talks back on track because they sped to avert a new federal shutdown this weekend. Uh, No, the shutdown is still looming. They have offered one point something billion for not the wall, but open air slats or some other variation. Whatever they're going to call it. Whatever they're going to call it. Silly string. This is nowhere near what Trump is demanding. Mm. So I still say this. I still say we don't. I say he doesn't sign this. We don't get the shutdown. The nuclear option is uh, initiated. <laughs> That's what I said. This is a mess. It is a mess. But yeah, everybody. there were quite a few people that texted me and said, okay, man, this is good news I, for I'm you. I'm disappointed that I didn't didn't read into it deeper. I was just like, all right. They reached an, I, I saw reached an agreement. But I think that's what we, we want. We want so much for it to be done with and over well, with. This is still a step in the right direction that I didn't see coming this week. Right. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may absolutely. be a little bit too late, but I didn't even see them coming together on anything. I did not we either. We just finished talking about it. Then, boom, they came together with something. Right. So let's, let's see. I would say... Well, he has to sign before the deadline Friday. If he signs, yeah. I say it's a la- I say it's Friday after five. I say it's a last minute signature situation. He's not signing I anything thought there was tomorrow a, or Thursday. But I thought there was a process that had to happen after he signed that needed more time to process. I th- I think what they have submitted. All it requires is the signature, the signature, and then the shutdown is averted. All right. Yeah, I think we'll that's the I, I hope that's the case, and I hope that this leads to uh, the, the signature and all that good stuff. Uh, Day- the wall stuff, to me, is still separate. I agree, yeah. 100%. Dateline, Kentucky. A Kentucky sheriff has advice for residents after he announced the suspension of all law enforcement activities. 
lock your homes, load your guns, and get a dog. Is this the purge? This is mm. Martyr Town, man. Oh, man. <laughs> In Kentucky. Kentucky. It started early. Martin County Sheriff John Kirk took the stage without without invitation. This, this MF had gone rogue. Without mm. invitation at a fiscal court meeting on February 4th, saying his office was still owed a January payment of 75 large. The Lexington Herald leader reported he also said new obligations given to his office will add $99,000 to his annual expenditures. The sheriff said he has laid off the bookkeeper and limited office hours to 20 hours a week. Kirk wrote on his personal Facebook page that the sheriff's office is broke. He said his wife has helped out at the sheriff's office some nights after working her full-time job. He also advised some residents to lock up their homes and get a dog. Wait, but the sheriff department ran out of money? He's saying that he's not getting the money that was promised him. And he's saying that with this coming year, there's another $99,000 that will be owed him. And he's had to lay off people. He's saying, get a dog because there won't be cops out there patrolling. So is this on the state or is this on the government? It's on, well, I would imagine it's a state. It's a state issue. Oh, it's a state issue. What did you say, sheriff? Uh, sheriff. Sheriff yeah. is usually the Martin county. Count, Martin County. Martin okay. county sorry. Unless so, the county and the so city, city are integrated. Okay, yeah. so, so it's a county. So this is a county. county it's still the issue. government, but right. it's the county. Right. <clears throat> right, right, right. That doesn't make sense, but. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, but you can't operate. I mean, well, it's the, it's the same situation with the government shutdown. Now, you know, there might be some people that say, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not going to work. If the sheriff comes to you as a deputy and says, listen, I need you out there putting your life on the line. I mean, you're not going to get paid. Yeah, but we but need, I to, need you we, out there. Well, I need to fire the sheriff. What's going on here? The sheriff, No, the sheriff's doing his job. It's the county. county that's the, not giving them the, the money. The government officials that aren't giving him promised money. Again, he said uh, his office was still owed a January payment of $75,000. Yeah, I'm still going to have to fire him because he can't get the payment. <laughs> if you can't get the money, you're a bad <laughs> sheriff. I mean, I mean, something's not working. Uh, now you're telling me to get a dog? <laughs> now on one don't work? This is this is a sad, sad story. Uh, but Wait till you, that happens in Tampa. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, this is a sad, sad story. Get but a you, have dog. Talked, you have talked about Listen, this is the thing about Floridians. Uh, you don't have to tell them to get a gun. Well, we already are. We, yeah. we already mm-hmm. got it. Just let us know. Uh, a uh, Dateline Los Angeles, a North Hollywood high school student and her father are warning parents about the risk of taking a drug called Lamisitol after she spent two weeks in a burn unit, ICU, uh, being treated for Stevens-Johnson syndrome. It was the result of a severe reaction to medication prescribed to her by her psychiatrist at a clinic that works with the Los Angeles Unified School District. Look at what this medication Whoa. Oh, man, you broke glass. You're shooting glass. Oh, Lamistical. I, I know. Um, this is what happened. Where is it at? Um, she took this drug that contains the FDA's highest possible warning. And you've talked about that before. Lamistical comes with the Food and Drug Administration's black box warning, the strictest warning the FDA can place on prescription drugs, warning that serious rashes requiring hospitalization and discontinuation of treatment have been reported in association with the use of this drug. Mm. And he did not, the father admits that he did not do the proper research and this was the end result of her taking this drug to where her skin blistered and burned completely off. 
Now, she was partying with this drug, you said? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> she was snuffing it. I mean, snorting it. Okay. No party. Whatsoever. Uh, yeah, you got to watch these drugs. File this one under Stupid Is a Stupid Does, and it's a Florida man story. I love Florida. Oh, yes. Dayline, Zephyr Hills, Florida. Taking Pas- your gig. A Pasco yeah, County Sheriff's Office uh, didn't have a hard time tracking down a recent burglary suspect. In fact, the alleged gun thief made the job pretty easy by posting a video of stolen guns on social media just hours after the crime. Oh no! Hours after the crime. Yeah, well, you got to, you know, why they're hot. You remember yeah, well, you got to, you got to show it off a little remember bit. Remember when you would do something, maybe that you shouldn't, and your first inclination wasn't to go after likes. But to make sure that you didn't get your dumb ass caught. We're in a, we're in a different era now. We're yeah, in man. a very, very Some different era. Some people would prefer likes to cash. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, yeah. 23-year-old, and if you know him, I suggest that you deny it because then you might be as idiotic as he is. 23-year-old Stephen Jeffcott is in the Pasco County Jail facing felony charges of armed burglary and firearm theft. The break-in happened February 4th. He might have gotten away with the crime if it hadn't been for his affinity for the Snapchat app and a woman who quickly recorded what she saw. Um, and this is a, the victims saw the images and called the sheriff's office. He knew once he saw the weapons on social media that they were very well his own weapons. And on February 9th, deputies arrested the 23-year-old Jeff Cott on armed burglary and firearm theft charges. Now get this. Mm-hmm. He's no stranger to the law. In 2016, he was dubbed the Baloney Bandit. Baloney Bandit. Oh, Baloney Bandit. And this is a story bandit. you may have <laughs> for breaking into a home, helping himself to lunch meat in the fridge, and then taking a nap. Yeah, that's my dude. Yeah, I remember. That. You have to. I would be so mad if I broke into somebody's <laughs> house and all they had was baloney. I would think yeah, I could pick a better house. Break into another house and make a better uh, sandwich. A bologna sandwich will hit the spot every now and again. Yeah, yeah okay. It depends on what kind of cheese and bread you get. I'd with be it, pissed if I went to jail for eating a bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be where I would Well, be I mean, there. but when you get to jail, that's what they give you. So Yeah. Yeah, you getting that, that this is true. Now you're getting all uh, you getting all the bologna. Well, I've never been to jail. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Uh, uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> they live <laughs> 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 Brooksville. A Hernando County man was arrested after deputies say he posed as a doctor and claimed he could cure diabetes. Is that who cured you? <laughs> this guy? Deputy say Onelio Hippolyte Gonzalez. Hippolyte. 73 advertises services on an advertisement website for the Hispanic community called El Clasificado. Yeah, that's not a real site. That's the legit El, one. Yeah. El Classificado. Yeah, man. That's the legit one. I read that. Okay, but how you looking for that. a doctor on El Classificado? Oh, no, I love that website. I'm going to look for everything on El yeah. Classificado. Yeah. Uh, the ad shows a photo of Hippolyte Gonzalez in a white coat with the caption, Dr. Onelio Hippolyte. That's official. It yeah. states he could treat hernias, diabetes, Parkinson's disease, cancer, multiple sclerosis, arthrosis, Renal failure. That's a cu- cousin what is arthritis. I don't. You don't want it. Though. Yeah. I heard it to tell you. Yeah. Vision problems and a host of other health issues. Uh, investigators yeah. say Hippolyte has never had a medical license of any kind in the state of Florida. You don't need a license to know how to heal. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. You can be a holistic doctor. What about uh, shamans and, yeah. and Which native doctors? healers? Been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah for get free. This. Get this. Yeah. Get this. <laughs> 
Okay. Deputies say Hippolyte arranged to meet a patient at a home on February 7th. When the patient arrived, he was asked to fill out papers and pay $160. Deputies say Hippolyte then checked the patient's blood pressure, then put a band around his head and asked him to hold a metal rod connected to a machine on a table that began making beeping noises once it was turned. Uh, yeah. did, he, did he forget to put the crystals in the machine? <laughs> no, I had a guy I had a guy try to heal me with some magnets. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, he, dude, this is a guy holding the rod with a machine. It's the, the going, electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes like, and it moves. De- deputies yeah. say he told the patient this is what he was testing yeah. for with that whole rod. His heart, brain, intestinal system, bones, nerves, and everything else. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> I healed you, and now you're a Scientologist. After the test was complete, deputies say Hippolyte told the patient he had diabetes, osteoporosis, and that he was not getting enough oxygen to his brain. He said that for only $2,000, he could cure the patient's diabetes by using a treatment that would include injecting the patient with his own blood. Yo, just think about this. For $2,000. Yeah, Mo, seriously, if you were not getting oxygen to your brain, $2,000, when you pay that? Sure. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a no-brainer, though. But, okay, but, but speaking of no-brainer, he was going to inject the patient with his own blood. That's right. That's to show how much I'm committed to this. No, yeah. no, no, no. With the patient's own blood. That's the safest kind. Yeah. But it's already in your body. Yeah, but you got to get it out yeah, and bring it, it back yeah. in. Put some That's stuff it, on yeah. it. Yeah. You got to reroute it, bro. Yeah. You got to do that. Because when it comes out and it hits oxygen, uh, it gets better. Is that, is that what it does? Yeah, you want to get your own blood uh, if you can. Mm-hmm. Your own blood is already in you. Yeah, but you, yeah. Some, but, but you need it outside of you. Yeah. Look, you know, when I had my surgery, I donated my own blood. To do what? To give it to me if I needed more blood. Okay, now I get that. Right. I understand that. Yeah. But if the doctor were to say, I'm going to pull out your blood and then right away turn around and re-inject yeah, it man, in you. I, I got to trust the doctor, man. Uh, doctor Hippolyte. Yeah. <laughs> Off of El Classificado. <laughs> My man. That's the more better El Classificado. You don't trust him? Not off that website. He can heal, he can heal your diabetes. <laughs> I'm good. But you healed yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. We still have we still have not heard that whole story. <laughs> it was no story. No, well, I mean we didn't, Yeah, we haven't heard the end of it. No, we didn't hear that. We didn't hear the whole thing. I, I didn't know you could heal yourself from diabetes. Uh, uh, someone, Sarah, thank you. It was pronounced lamictal is the is the drug that caused the blisters of this girl. Mm. And that's actually what we needed to make the show complete. <laughs>